there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. And by the looks of it, three of them have stumbled in here. Oh, snap. There's Ollie Britton looking fresh from the grave. <laughs> Tony Harrison smelling like rotting flesh. <laughs> and Mark Stack, who always moves as fast as the undead. Welcome, Mark. But he looks nice. great. Standard, same joke. <laughs> I'm Calum O'Toole, and together we are the Movie Men. Hi all. Tonight, we're boarding up the windows, locking the doors, and stockpiling as many canned goods as possible because the zombies are coming to get us. That's right, we're casting our eye over World War Z and 28 Days Later. But first, Jim Carrey has criticised his new movie, Kick-Ass 2, for being too violent, saying that he can't support the film in light of last year's massacre at Sandy Hook School in Connecticut. Ridiculous. So, so what I want to know, movie men, Sorry. is can you think of another actor who has notably criticised a film that they appeared in, Tony Harrison? Who has notably destroyed his reputation in my head by saying something as ridiculous as that. Oh, I'm against violence, so you what you... You don't like a film that is a get about a guy who's trying to stop <laughs> violence. Why on earth does it have anything to do with Kick-Ass? The Sandy Hook. So frustrating. So what? frustration. What? The, only thing, the only thing I want to think is that he's so <clears throat> thinking about money that it gives him some publicity angle for the film. But if, I don't think he's like that. No, I'll actually no, like him more the thing is, if he's well, like that because the other option is that he's an idiot. The thing is, mm. I, I understand that he may be... Um, a sort of maybe change his outlook on everything. But to criticise a film you're in that has nothing to do with... And it's nothing to do with, like, shooting. No. Like, do you know what I mean? I Maybe, if it was, if it was yeah. a film that was, like... Glor- if it was a film, like... Glorified violence. Yeah, yeah. Any, any film made by Nick Love. Oh, like, like, <laughs> I've been on the wrong side this morning. Football Factory or any, anything like that. You know, everything that just glorifies and violence. It makes yeah. people go on and just want to do it. But a film like Kick-Ass, which actually goes against it so strong, has such a good moral centre about um, standing up. Like, that scene when he's standing up against okay. violence. Yeah. To go against that is just... Is anyway, anyway, so the, ar- the answer to the film is happier. It's um, Zombieland, and um, it's when they talked to Bill Murray, and they were built, they just killed him by accident because they thought he was a zombie. They go, any regrets? Garfield. <laughs> yeah, 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 I saw yeah. that. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's a good example. That is yeah. a good one. That, he's great. Oh. But he did a sequel to Garfield. Didn't he? No, I thought he did. I'm pretty sure he did. Well, that's the money talking, girl. Mark, I thought of some good ones. Follow that. Basically, because this is the end is coming out soon and um, yes. a lot of that film is because they all play themselves the actors play themselves they all dig at each other about how terrible their films were mm. so basically the whole cast of that gets destroyed <laughs> for at least one film which is <laughs> pretty funny them, they have a <laughs> so there's, there's films like Your Highness The Green Hornet as well isn't it? The Green Hornet Seth Rogen gets killed for <laughs> um, so that's pretty they funny get, they actually kill Your Highness yeah, yeah, they so kill it. They I all actually get, think they, all, they all like kill each other, and I think they let it go. I read an article about it the other day, and that's when I saw the article about that uh, Garfield bit. Mm. With Bill Murray. But that is so cool to be like we rip you, be like, yeah. oh, you're lazy. That's the thing about it. Makes it because of the bad right. film you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that shitty film I did. And remember all the good ones. And maybe all this money and pussy. <laughs> maybe all the. It just makes it. It completely puts it in context. It's like, I think that's quite cool though because it's a film. That these people have made together, but they were ripping each other's yeah, other terrible films. Yeah, yeah. It's, just a, it's just a big I'll roast. Let, I'll let you have that, even though it was technically they were supposed to criticise themselves. But if they're all back and forth, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. they kind of work. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. OB? Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger on um, Red Sonja. He, uh, what he is said that this, film? I have no idea. And, um, <laughs> from this review from, from the, 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 the male lead, he says, the worst film I've ever made. 
Now when my kids get out of line, they're sent to their room and they're forced to watch it ten times. <laughs> I've never had any trouble with them. Get your room and watch Red Sonja ten times. I've oh, never really made mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. Maybe Jim Carrey was uh, his kid. <laughs> forced to watch that violent movie over and over again. <laughs> Oh dear. I've never seen that film. I don't no. want to. And I'm not going. No one has. Um, I know we were only supposed to do one, and I set the challenge. But hell, I break the rules. I make the rules. I can break the rules. Um, so I've got a couple because there's so many good examples of this. The first one we started is um, George Clooney in mm. Batman and Robin, the no, Joel Schumacher version. And his line describing the film was, "It was a difficult film to be good in." <laughs> With hindsight, it's easy to look back at this and go. Well, that was really shit, and I was really bad at it. <laughs> he does it with such grace. Yeah. Yes, he doesn't mean to be around the bush. Um, <laughs> the a shit film, but I was really bad. Bad in it. Uh, <laughs> another great example is the happening. Yeah, this is great. The happening with Mark Wahlberg <laughs> when he talks about he talks about when he was doing the fighter, and he was uh, talking about Amy Adams, and he goes. We'd actually had the luxury of having lunch before to talk about another movie, and it was a bad movie that I did. She dodged the bullet. I don't want to tell you what movie. All right, the happening with them like Shyamalan. It is what it is. <laughs> trees, man. <laughs> plants. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. How did we get that quote? Can we find it? I need to hear it. I need to hear him say it. I looked for it all day. I oh, trees, man. <laughs> the final one is uh, probably the most classic example is um, Halle Berry and Catwoman. Yeah, she got a Razzie for she it, and she said. You don't expect a movie to be as bad as it is sometimes. Then it comes out and you think, F***, is that what I did? <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's uh, good. Making bad movies sometimes can be a sign of you've, you're taking risks. You're there taking is. Th- th- so many people do it, though. I didn't realize how many people are like, yeah, I did it, it's not very good. <laughs> yeah. well, when I originally very read, reasons. When, I, the- when I originally misread the question, mm-hmm. I thought it was basically people that were in a film that should have hated it, should have slated it, if you oh, know what right. I mean. Mm. And the first thing that came to my head was uh, Robert De Niro in New Year's Eve. Oh, God. Oh, Damn yeah. it. Yeah. I'm actually now annoyed Poor that Bobby. he hasn't slated Sandy. that in public. Bobby D, yeah. no one has tried harder to savage their own image than <laughs> yeah. that man. Terry, Terry, what is this? It's the scene worldwide. It's anyone doing better than we are. So this week's new movie is World War Z, or <laughs> World War Z, but we're going with Z because it's definitely a play on words of World War Z. Sounds like Are we count? Because you've said it both times. Yeah, we're going with World War Z. It's directed by Mark Forster, who previously did Monsters Ball, Finding Neverland, Quantum of Solace. Uh, quick summary of the plot: basically, Brad Pitt stars as a former UN investigator, Jerry Lane who is called out of retirement to help save mankind from a mysterious disease that turns people into rampaging zombies. Lane's journey takes him from the USA to Wales via South Korea and Israel as he searches for a cure that will help prevent the spread of the disease. Main support comes from Murray Emos. Am I saying that right? Murray? 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 As Lane's wife, as Lane's wife Karen. Fana Mokowena as UN Deputy Secretary General Thierry. And Daniela Curtez as Israeli soldier Sagan. They could have cast that a bit easier for me to say. But... <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you notice how the opening credits were robbed 
hard from 2018. Oh, it's, yeah. it's the standard, like any, <laughs> any sort of like apocalypse film. Like. They it, show loads of pictures. It's warning you about the end of the world. They yeah. show loads oh. of news pictures of riots that are happening in Leeds. <laughs> yeah. like, I know. Like one policeman and a dog. And also then showed, yeah, they showed like a lion attacking yeah. a giraffe. For <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. anything. Like, <laughs> this film was plagued with like loads of problems from the start, right? There was the reshoots. There was rewrites, uh, rewrites the, the budget issues. Mm. Brad Pitt Do you think that came director? through in this film? Could you tell? Yes. It's like certain things, things get brought up in the public eye yeah. and they get fed out to us. So you start questioning a film. Yeah. So you hear about a film being rewrote and you immediately think, oh, that's going to be shit. So the, the best version is Apocalypse Now. It takes so long to make that film and, and what came about was one of the best films ever made. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of thing you have to hit. You have to make sure yeah. that it was all worth it. So if you come out with an average blockbuster... And then you all this all this thing to make a yeah. average film. And if that didn't happen, if this film got released, Brad Pitt's done a, his first action movie in a while. If that film just got released, oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, it was a good well, laugh. That's, it's that's come, it's all the badness has come because of the production. Yeah, really. yeah that's sort maybe. of what we were talking about last week when we were talking about um, uh, Man of Steel. We were talking about maybe the studio mm. had too much input. Yeah. This is out there. Everyone knows yeah. the studio had too much oh, input. Yeah, they, they reshot the end. And you can tell, I think, at the end, it's all shot in this one little place, yeah. and it looks like it looks cheap. It looks like yeah. Darren Brown's apocalypse. Yeah, but the, exactly. the, the same thing exactly with well, right. with his like um, what's it called? Which is uh, uh, <laughs> probably cut this bit out. <laughs> you know, um, uh, suspension of disbelief. Yeah, and you know, someone like the Mighty Bush gives you suspension of disbelief because you know it's those two guys in the studio with limited budget. So you just let go yeah. and you just enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. Exactly. And with this, and with this, you think if you're spending three hundred million dollars on it, look only better than that. To look amazing. Four hundred. Yeah. Four hundred million. Yeah. The funny thing is, though, you, for me, that the, the best bit was that all that stuff at the end. Right. Okay. Because it was just like it was a, a sense, tension. There's so tension. much tension. A it's sense. More, it's more intimate. It was more exactly a sense of um, a bit more characterisation. Because like really, I'm like because they just kicked off the movie literally within the first five minutes action. Mm. So I thought it's relatively brave that they did actually maintain it mm. without getting completely bored. Like somehow I did actually yeah. still care. Ollie, you want to talk about the mix of sort of the grand and the small in the film? Yeah, well, it's... I mean, we kind of touched on it. Yeah, and we've also sort of said the reason is because of the production failures. <laughs> but I quite like that, because you've got this enormous enormity of flying around the world, he's in Jerusalem, he's in Korea, mm-hmm. big towers of zombies, the CGI, which looks a bit tacky. Then Wales. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, Wales, a little bunker in Wales. But yeah, but, 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 but then it brings it down to one, uh, one building, then one room, one man... So I thought at least at least they one finger one thumb one eye. <laughs> so and I thought I, I don't know it'd be pathetic to try and, try and make some points out of it. The way that a virus just starts from one instance, doesn't it? One carrier, and then the idea that he solves it by just one man. And I just, I just like the blend. It did some lovely, like really really tense bits, but it spent four hundred million doing, doing it, which yeah. just wasn't worth it. And you yeah. could spend so when you think about it, four hundred million pounds. <laughs> so that's like a what? That's like. Do you know how many good tense bits that you could do with four hundred million pounds? You could buy eight for hundred. Four hundred million pounds. <laughs> if you don't make the best film ever, just go die in a hole. You have four hundred million. That's a hundred million pounds per tense moment. You could buy. A t- you could buy a team of Andy Carrolls. What I'm trying to, what I'm trying, what I'm trying to understand is always a CGI. Like, does yeah. it buy you the how? Okay. Because of the CGI, what you know, pay the nerds more money. <laughs> I, I honestly think I you just they stopped, could have stopped saved caring. money, made it look better without using some of the CGI. Yeah, no, they should have just made up some more people. Anyway, basically, um, Brad Pitt could have made it for ten million and made seventy million on its first day. Yeah. Let's let's run the rule over this one, Mark. Come <laughs> on, Mark. Start. Uh, it came from a book. That was made up of like accounts, um, basically it? accounts yeah, yeah. from loads of different people around the world. Which is quite clever, and yeah. that's just not related yeah, at all. It's just. They bought, they bought the rights to a book and it just didn't transfer. 
if it was the first sort of modern zombie film, yeah. then it would be a bit better. Just above average. Yeah. It's not a great film. It doesn't have a great story. I'm going to go for like four. Wow. Oh, you gave more for Man of Steel, I'd say. Yeah, and I don't really like. Uh, definitely a better movie than Man of Steel. Yeah, yeah it probably was, but it's just it just annoyed me thinking about it. Fine. No, yeah. no, it just annoyed me thinking about it as a whole genre. And, they cost four hundred million dollars. And it it I think he's, I think he's uh, taken off there's no, a, a there's, mark for every hundred million dollars they need yeah, to spend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's no way you can't think about that though, because I know about it. Do you know yeah, what I mean? So I have to take that into account, and it's just ridiculous. Yeah, it's we're trying to say like I enjoyed it. I don't really know why because I know it wasn't really very very good, but at least I sort of enjoyed it. Um, and um, you know, so for that reason, I'll give it a give it a six. Six. Tony. Yeah. Six. Boom. Six. What? Good analysis. What do you mean? I love your analysis. Um, so good. Yeah, the thing was the depth. At the end of the day, I didn't think it was a particularly groundbreaking movie. There wasn't much to it. It cost four hundred million dollars that it didn't need to cost, and they did some ridiculous stuff. Um, but I did sit there and I enjoyed it. I was engaged the whole way through. So that's well, generally I, how I judge. That, if, 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 that's how I judge what a movie is good. If I actually yeah, but only because you paid. Only because you paid the money to go. Yeah. Yeah. If you had it at home, you'd probably like. Oh, if if any, it was on if TV, any distributors have said, uh, "Listen to this, please send us films for free." <laughs> if you were watching it on TV, you'd be playing Football Manager way ahead of watching. I took Football Manager to the to the. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I think I'm going to stick with the the common theme of, of a six. What? I'll give it a six. Um, so that gives it a five point five overall. Boom. What I find funny is because obviously I knew that it was massively over budget and all that. I just could see Brad Pitt, like even though he's acting, I just could see him just going. He's annoyed. Oh, Jesus, this is so over budget. <laughs> yeah. and he's, and I'm but, ruined. Yeah, and he puts so is, much of his own money. Into I know. Yeah, 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 he he his, uh, I genuinely like. I I could see that in his eyes. I yeah. don't know. It's you know, you hold your, 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 your head and you're like, yeah. I just got to give this my best. And just be done. Less helicopters, then you'll save money. Just yeah, less helicopters. But in the end, it's a big. It was a big mistake. But lucky, it's actually made. It's made its money back. Yeah. And I don't want it to have because Brad Pitt's well, it has an interesting yet. career. Yeah. How do we know they're coming? They're coming. Ready. It's three fast times, so Tony, over to you. What have you got for us today? Um, I'm going to change it up a little bit and do films that I actually like. Yeah. Well, no, I'm going to do what? No, the first film I like and looks good. So I'm hopefully going to describe it in a way that is nice. Okay. Um, okay. Anyway, we're well, gonna... I'll put 30 seconds on the clock and then you can get started. Boom. That's not yet, though. Go, action. <laughs> Three, two, one, and go. First trailer is Drinking Buddies with Nick from New Girl and Olivia Wilde. It's by a guy who's just really good at rom-coms. It's basically, it's basically New Girl in a brewery. It's just full of people having beer and having Next. sex and having a good time. All right, The Hot Flashes starring Brooke Shields. Impossibly the worst trailer of all time. It's just a film about shitty old fat women playing basketball trying to let's be less shitty and fat than the other selves. I honestly puked halfway through the trailer. Alright, um, <laughs> Empire State from the director of Fighting, one of the worst movies of all time. Don't put that in the trailer. Why would you put that in the trailer? Featuring The Rock, who was awesome, and Thor's brother, who was the brother of Thor. He wants to be a copy or something. Oh, Snicks. Rock punches him in the face. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, yeah. Why would you pick any of those? Um, <laughs> Drinking buddies, it's really yeah, good. Yeah, it sounds great from what you just said. Yeah, it's good. Jousting and bearing. It, but, but you know, like one of those, it's one of those indie movies in, in, in a way of like <laughs> 500 Days of Summer, 50-50. It's like it's cool about something about like people they actually care about, and it's by it's got really good, it's got a really good cast. Mark looks like a guy that wants to see Hot Flashes. Hot Flashes. Why the f- Why could you make that movie? I just spend the money on anything to, else. There's no way they haven't spent millions, <laughs> yeah. millions uh, of pounds. Factual money. 
of genuine At people's will, money. Mm. With people in it, like that have done that been in stuff. It's like the film. And then, oh. did you see how racist the? Uh, <laughs> did you see how racist it was? I haven't seen the trailer. Don't okay, watch the trailer. there is like. <laughs> Don't watch the trailer. A African American woman. Just no. But she's like, mm, girl, I wouldn't do that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just so serious. I just can't believe so trying to make a film good it's with disgusting. Brooke Shields is like the lead actor. Like, the best thing about, like, if, if this film was she aiming, if right? this film was aiming to be a bit, to be a film, it would be something like 17 again. That's what it's aiming for. <laughs> and it's gone yeah, it well below that. <laughs> it hasn't hit those headlines. Well, the, the, um, <laughs> the other film... It's called, I think it's called Empire State. I didn't really look for long. I didn't really hear you review that. I don't know why my mind. Ba- is it basically, it's I can't yeah, work stuff. out what about. it's about. <laughs> the original fighting was a Channing Tatum, and the, fighting people. It was no, it's called fighting. It should have been that. <laughs> if it was just Channing Tatum, okay. step up too. The lines were. It was. It was the worst written film. But this this new film just is so incoherent. I don't know what it's about. <laughs> I can't work out the trailer. Thor's brother gets in a fight, wants to be a cop, and steals like a bank. Oh, it was actually Thor's brother, or just the act. To... Not what you thought was not real. No. Wait, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> anyway, all films look horse shit, and apart from drinking buddies, there's no good trailers there. So, who are you? Wake up today in hospital. Wake up and I'm, I'm hallucinating. Hello. I've got some bad news. They're infected. Infected. <sighs> infected with what? To shame World War Z. Uh, we're going to review a film that came out in 2002 called 28 Days Later that cost an 80th of the price of World War Z. <laughs> and it's better. Directed by Danny Boyle of Shallow Grave, Trainsporting, Slumdog Millionaire and now a London 2012 opening ceremony fame. So 28 Days Later, when bike courier Jim, played by Killian Murphy, wakes up to find London deserted, he's unaware that a virus has wiped out much of Britain's population. He's soon battling vicious zombies alongside fellow survivors Selena, played by Naomi Harris, Brendan Gleeson's Frank, and his daughter <coughs> Hannah, played by Megan Burns, as they search for refuge with a group of soldiers based near Manchester, led by Christopher Eccleston. So, 28 days later, cost an 80th of World War Z, Ollie. Yeah, it's a fantastic film. Uh, I think the concept is... It's obviously an original one, the idea that what would happen 28 days later if an outbreak occurred and you seem to be the only person there. Yeah, there's the, the most, way they most play films, out. Most films are, most zombie films are at the moment of yeah. the, the virus Yes, coming. at the peak, at the before, yeah. during. I like the fact they go, no, no, it's after. Which is why it leaves stuff to the imagination, which is no bad thing. It's compelling. And you're just going through the brutality of like what it actually would be like to see it. And then, and then all these other zombie films go, no, you can see it, we're going to do it, and you're going to watch it. And you're like, well, I'm not as blown away by actually watching your interpretation of it. I'd rather much be up there in my head. This film, more than a lot I've seen, is an incredible example of filmmaker's craft, basically. Because Danny Boyle, the, the, the way he shot this film is amazing. It really makes it so like intimate. There's, there's a lot of handheld stuff, a yeah. lot of close, close uh, to people's faces. Yeah. But also that in, initial opening scene where he's lost, he doesn't know what's going on, the audience is lost, they don't know what's going on. The way he shoots that, from like these these lows of him in the background, out of focus, and like this detritus all over the place, the high shots over London where there's just no one on the streets, mm. that, that kind of really puts him in that isolation, and in that, that setting, and immediately puts you right in there with him, and that's I think that's, that's one thing that it, like catapults the viewer straight away, mm into being in the situation yeah. it's like he's in it's yeah. a, it's a, it's a, everything about a zombie movie is like a B movie 
So when you get someone, when you get a director with real like power to do it, so Danny Boyle is one of the, one of easily the best directors in the world. Yeah. When, he, when he kind of lowers himself and does a film that is kind of like, you know, it's like horror movies, are easy kind of. Yeah. And not, I mean, they're easy, like cheap thrills. Yeah, cheap, yeah. yeah exactly, yes. like cheap thrills. And it put them into his hands, then something amazing happened. Yeah. Same thing happened with, um, well, when Sam Raimi started making films, and all of a sudden one of the best films ever made, um, Living Dead, Night of Living Dead. Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. Ah. And um, so when you go, it's, it's amazing, having, 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 what's it called? Having a, um, having a, the main substance of the film is this, and then the director elevates it. Yeah, and Danny Boyle is so good at doing that. He's so skillful, and he that really does. And and um, as you said uh, about leaving things to the imagination of it, yeah, that happens a lot. <coughs> Loads. They, they they rarely actually come into direct <coughs> contact with the the zombies. But but then what? And Brad Pitt spent ninety five percent of the world was he running away from zombies, zombies and chasing them down streets. But then interestingly, when you say well the times they did spend with zombies, are like right, they're going to have to do some special effects. How are they going to do it? It was so classy, even yeah. though it was done with makeup yeah. and costume and yeah. acting. But, but the point is, about portraying something that's not real, to make you think it real, the, the essence of performance is when you have costume that's believable, makeup that's believable, acting that's believable, yeah. you believe it. I'm so much more worried about something so... that's there as well. Yeah. yeah. As in, like, when, when Yoda was, I said Star Wars twice, the yeah. old Yoda in the 70s existed as a thing, like you could poke him and prod him. Because <laughs> yeah. You could, and, and on film, I was <laughs> like, you want to? and on film, I wasn't like, that's a guy in a, that's a, guy in a suit. In film, I was like, that's a real it. thing. Yeah. yeah. And the new one is like, don't believe it, yeah, because yeah. he's jumping around and it's obviously CGI. So they've made a film for the 80th of the budget, and yet it's much more believable that there are zombies. And there's no him saving the world. Like, yeah. he's just... What's it good about this film I mean, is they are actually exploring human nature yeah. through this whole situation. Well, and the whole thing is about loneliness, what man's... Survival. Survival, what man's basis instincts are, what happens in those situations. That's what they're exploring. That's what's good about it. Yeah, as you say, Mark, there's no saving the world vibe. It's just yeah. people no. trying to survive in the worst situation possible. Right? Exactly. Yeah. And, what, and what happens when they get put in different situations? Yeah. And comparing and relationships like, of a group of soldiers and then, say, a young family. Or, you, know, you said it at the start. You said when you described 28 Days Later that this guy was a courier. I didn't know that. But that makes sense. Now, when you think about it, every other film, like Brad Pitt's from the UN. From the yeah. I am legend. Oh, yeah. And I am legend Wilson is like a doctor that's like come yeah. up with it. Can do a it's, thousand it's pull-ups. Ridiculous. He can get his family on a helicopter and flown out. Yeah. Yes. And they exactly. all know like people in the White House and then yeah. this guy's a courier and he he's wakes up and he's like, Jesus, yeah. I have to try and save yeah. my life. And because it's just saying what would happen if an ordinary person was in this situation? Yeah. Let's Sean, look at that. Sean dealt with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sean's the only other Sean's zombie film I probably like. Do they ever make bad decisions in that? Like not bad decisions. Do they ever make decisions you wouldn't make? Um, what we have to do is make decisions that you would make and do things in a time that you're not scared then you make a perfect horror movie. Yeah, um, there's some real brutal moments mm. in it. Real brutal moments in Very it. Very violent. Um, mainly towards the end. Obviously it's a zombie movie but I'm talking about the, th- the actions that people make. Yeah. And uh, but That's what I like to say. What has happened to make him go, what is that? Yeah. What, what, what makes people do those sort of actions and what's the, the impetus behind it? Yeah. I find it very realistic. It's probably the most realistic Post-apocalyptic film I've ever seen. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, definitely. I love just little things like the beginning when he's he's just he's you know he's walking out and no one's there. He's taking money because he would. Something in your brain about just get all the money, even though obviously money's useless now. <laughs> but he's just like just get some money, stash some Pepsi cans. It's just well, that's not useless, but <laughs> the, the money's great. We'll just we'll just finish off with just talk to about a couple of like moments of real poignancy. Obviously, there's the there's the moment where he goes to his house uh, to find his family. Very sad. That's a, that's a very sad moment. 
And it kind of brings out that human aspect of you understand these are people with real lives. They're not just people that are running away from zombies. Yeah, yeah his first thought is not how to save the world. It's, you know, I need to see if my mum and dad are okay. Yeah, yeah I'd be exactly. thinking, how are the movie men right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Come yeah. find us. Nice yeah. <laughs> food. Wow, they all, they're all dead, but they're in a very Actually, compromising position. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. If I, in Rome. Yeah. I try and make sure my family are okay, and if they weren't, I would kill myself. My, so, no, we, no, we'd curious. We'd get drunk. Yeah, and then get, I'd like to find a sword <laughs> and then just deal with the situation. Just go down in a blaze of glory in the most hilarious um, I think I'd probably run. <laughs> After seeing loads of shit happening, I think I'd probably either just be like, you can take me. Or kill myself. Pretty good. Really scary. Sword idea. Yeah, but the Pretty point, and that's the beautiful thing is the reason why maybe he doesn't is because there are other people, companionship, yeah. and it's all it's pointing to is saying like because the fact that he's alone is really. <laughs> be that really awkward though. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be that funny like you know when you hate talking to that you kind of know, and everyone's dead apart from one guy. Ah, oh, you're not dead. Oh, man. Uh, no, hey man, yeah. how have you been since the zombie apocalypse? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I've been okay. Still working at the oh, bar. Still working. You the, were the one that survived. Still, 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 still working at the bar. No, no, I've oh. stopped working at the bar, man. Oh, okay. You guys still doing that podcast? I've got, go, I've got something to do. I've got this thing. I've got this thing on. Okay, cool. Well, good luck. Don't get killed. Right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. I might kill that person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't get killed by someone. Yeah. And then you go, okay, see you later. Oh, we're both going the same way. <laughs> I've just got to do my shoes. Oh, wait. No, don't wait. You just keep going. Yeah, if yeah, I yeah, saw yeah. anyone, oh, anyone from a restaurant that I'd worked in, I would kill I'd them kill instantly. <laughs> oh, you're a zombie. No, no, I'm absolutely Throw fine. They give you so many more You're a zombie. No, I'm not. I think I would, take, I would take the opportunity to murder with open hands. <laughs> Jim Gary, you go find him. Just get even. Make things black and white. I don't like you. I'm going to kill you. (laughs) But on that list, (laughs) you've been annoying me for a while. So number out ten, starting Tony Harrison. Seven point five. Boom. Any reason why? (laughs) (laughs) Does he need one? I know a lot of better zombie movies that I rate highly, more highly. Name one. Dawn of the Dead. And Shaun of the Dead. The new one. No, yeah, the one with Ving Rhames. Yeah. The one in the. Supermarket, yeah. the mall. Yeah. <laughs> There's loads of like um, sort of tongue-in-cheek, like the Romero old school. That yeah, sort of they're stuff. cool. And um, but 28 Days Later is my favourite one in terms of its realism. It's the only mm. one that I think yeah. like, oh shit, that I seems even. a bit. Like, it, was, it was a little I bit. I think I really like a simple bad mood. I think I normally like it. Yeah. <laughs> Stop thinking about Jim Carrey, man. <laughs> so, so rare. You're in so a bad no, mood. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Like this is actually one of the films that I. Like, I remember watching when I was young and I've loved it ever since. So yeah. I'm going to give it like a 8.6. 8.6? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. It's yeah. wicked. Okay. Yeah, there are two zombie films I like. Shaun of the Dead, the best way to be tongue-in-cheek and satirical about yeah. it. Yeah. And then this one, the best way to be serious and realistic about it. Yeah. So I'm going <laughs> to give it an 8. 8. Because it would have been high for me because it's the best zombie movie ever made. Yeah, I, I, it, it's probably my favourite zombie movie. Probably my favourite horror movie if you class as horror movie. Like it's really got a great focus on like the characters, the real people, the real life situation, the real life scenario. And they did it with amazing visuals and brilliantly done with hardly any budget. And they didn't need it because they're such talented filmmakers and Danny Boyle is such a great director. 8.5. Boom. That's high oh, scores. Nice. So out of... No way can that be the, the highest one. 8.15. It's, it's the best zombie film for sure. It's down there. It's great. We'll be in the top 100. We'll be in the top 100. What zombie films? No, my films. Top 100 zombie films. That doesn't make the top 100 zombie films. It's not even in my top 100 realistic zombie films. See, this is a really shit idea. You know why? This is obviously a shit idea. We have to leave now. 
Whose challenge of the week is it? It's Ollie's challenge of the week. Zombie noise. It's a zombie challenge. That's the challenge. I'm gonna make a Why zombie. Why do all um, zombies sound like this? Are you gonna make a zombie noise? I'm gonna make a zombie noise and you're gonna guess which film it's from. <laughs> I don't like this challenge. No, it's, it's, it's not that. It's not actually that at all. But it is zombie themed. The Evil Dead. It's zombie themed. So, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. um, I'm gonna give you the reason that started sort of the virus or plague, and you've got to guess what, what film it is from that. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. okay. I've only seen about seven zombie <laughs> films. Well, there's like a hundred. Good, good. I've seen less. I've seen three, so I had to look up a lot of these online. Um, you all ready? Yeah. So the first one, a witch's curse is the reason behind the virus or infection that causes the sort of outbreak. What film is that from? Okay. Number two, um, everyone becomes sort of undead because of sort of obsession with technology and laziness. So sort of that's sort of the reason behind everyone becoming zombies. Nailed it. Okay. Another one. I the, love that film. For you, yeah, you shut your mouth. On this challenge. Um, <laughs> um, the next one is a cure for cancer. Is the reason the cure for cancer is the reason behind the okay. infection and or virus. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> okay. And this one: a pig eating bat poo. No one will lie. Oh, Janine. A pig eating back And then I've just got a bonus question, just because it can't be this happens in a zombie film. Zomb- zombie 2, the Italian classic. I use the term classic loosely. <laughs> There's a fight between a zombie and what animal? Out of shark, bear, lion, or whale. <laughs> and this is just a bonus question, because this, it amused me. Oh, God, that's amazing. <laughs> Only in an Italian film. Shark, yeah, bear, lion, or whale. This film, it needs something. Uh, fight with an animal. <laughs> okay, bear, no, I don't know, it's too much. Well, uh, we, we workshop, we workshop. <laughs> oh, okay. That's so, exactly how Italian sounds as well. I know, sorry, apologies to the Italian listeners. <laughs> hey! <laughs> but they'll all know it. Um, <laughs> so, The Witch's Curse, what do we think, guys? Uh, Snow White. No. <laughs> um, in the film Snow White, she takes over the kingdom and they all got. They all everyone, the, every, everything dies because she's like darkness. Snow White comes in, she's light. And she give makes him, him half a mark. Yeah, no, no, you're wrong. Your initiative what is, answer, which is um, Paranorman. A Disney um, one. I'm serious, oh, I don't shut know. Shut up. Up. And it's also the first Disney film that no one saw. That there's a gay, um, a pro- like a proper gay character. Shut up! There's a proper gay character in it. Like at the end, he's like, "This is my what boyfriend." Was the, was the thing proper gay? Is that well, no, but it's in like proper gay. In the film, he's like, "This is my boyfriend." Are you arguing that? Are you arguing that? You arguing that, you that were crab gay. in. The little man. Sebastian isn't gay. He doesn't turn around and go. He's a raving. He doesn't turn around and go. This is this is my boyfriend. The genie in Aladdin. He sings a song to a mermaid. Mermaid. Very flat boy. Not merman. Very flat boy. The second one. The the laziness and the obsession with technology. One bodies. One bodies. One bodies. I was going to go with Terminator Rise of the Machine. No, it is Warm Bodies. I love Warm Bodies. Oh, that's that? a good zombie film. It's about the two main characters and Teresa Palmer is ridiculous. Good. That's the only reason you like it. No. The next one yeah. is... Yeah. The Cure for Cancer? Some Monkeys. Resident Evil. Planet of the Apes. I'm Legend. 
Imagine. Yes, yeah, it's because yeah. his wife creates the cure for cancer. That's, that's why he's got all that so, yeah. stuff in his Turns out, and that's why he's like, it can still work. It can oh, still work. Okay, yeah. I remember that. Iron Legend could have been so Could have been so good that the film, Umbrella Corporation. But they butchered the meaning of, of the of the film completely with the ending. Yeah. The meaning is that he's the monster now. Well, they ruin it. Now yeah, we're going to survive because we found a place we can all hide out. <laughs> in the north. Why is it always in Canada? Actually, when they survive? Ending, isn't it? Why is Canada so, just fine? Because when the Canadian people became zombies, they just were more plastic. It was just really nice. Hey, okay, I'm not going to bite you. Come to Canada, Canada, eh? Hey, come okay. here. There's so much space, they'll all find us. <laughs> Pig eating bat poo. Oh, I'm sure. Babe three. <laughs> Contagion. Apparently, in that film, everyone starts gets crazy and sort of dying, and she works out and she traces back the virus's Shrooms. history, and it, it starts with a pig who eats some bat poo. Uh, How no, does she possibly do that? <laughs> Who's John? No, I didn't want to go to the just rented that. Well, Bill Paul. No, I'm joking. Oh, hey. <laughs> now, <laughs> now for um, it's Contagion. Yeah. Contagion. There's a selection of actors acting. Come <laughs> 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 now for the zombie do Italian classic. What is a zombie fight? I, I, it needs I'm, to be a shot. I'm going. <laughs> Tony? It is shock. Wow! Oh, wow. <laughs> when, when are zombies ever water dwellers? Never. They're oh. land beings. So well, that's, that's it's groundbreaking. That's, that's why it's a classic. And that's why it's a classic. And also, what sea? Because um, if it was set in Italy, they'd feel swimming in the Mediterranean. The Dead Sea, yeah. that's why you could sort of rest their breasts. Just punch sharks below the surface. <laughs> anyway, that's, um, awesome. that's why. You got one, Tony? I got like seven. You got two. And you got. I got Iron Legend and the Sharks. I don't, I don't, oh, the bonus. I thought it was two and a half because you got. Uh, oh, yeah, no. Did I win again? Tony, you win again. Yeah, you did even. I didn't oh. win, actually. I got one and a half. I didn't get any. You get more um, Ollie's challenge points. No, you got uh, Iron Legend, didn't you? No. Oh. I said Babe 3. Babe 4, the pig's tickle. <laughs> 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 Take on. Go to Mum's. Kill Phil. Sorry. Grab Liz. Go to the Winchester. A nice cold pint and wait for all this to blow over. How's that for a slice of fried gold? Yeah, boy! So that's the last part of tonight's movie, men. And it's the top five. And because he did such a good job with his last one, we've given this one to Ollie. <laughs> Redeem yourself. Yeah. And the one we've given to Ollie is... <laughs> Because I didn't put one gay robots. I don't understand the concept. <laughs> <laughs> Name five interesting things. But what's the order about? <laughs> Remember the start of five and the one again. Okay. Because I didn't believe for a second that Murray, am I saying that right? Murray Enos, uh, and Brad Pitt would ever be a couple in real life. <laughs> She's ridiculous. So bad. Well, was he? We're going with. Top five most unlikely or ridiculous on screen couples. All just going to annoy me because all of them aren't going to annoy me and they're all going to annoy you. I'm going to get annoyed because you're annoyed at them. <laughs> all of them should be well. The whole yeah, like, I feel like I've got well quite a few, but none that are just like madly like, oh my god, it's so ridiculous. But start with five, of... right? Let's just, let's <laughs> just, <laughs> just give me start with top five. five. I mean, I've got sort of the backup y ones. Start with <laughs> the five. Okay, here we go. Number five Michael Ironside and Sharon Stone in Total Recall. Okay. And I like that someone described me going, there's no way the bad guy from Scanners bagged the beaver from Basic Instinct. <laughs> <laughs> but she's pretty... It's, it's, it's a hard scene. Yeah, you know, it's a hard scene. Uh, she gets, you know, it, it's out there. I've met Sharon Stone in person. You've met her? 
Yeah. Did you, you know? I did a music video. <laughs> get her to cross her legs and hope it wasn't about anything? No, she looks haggard. She's, she's like really old now. Like oh, really? Yeah, wow. she looks terrible. Tell her. Anyway, four. number four. I know she's a listener, so. Ollie, sorry about that. One, show. yeah, that's fine. I got in the right order. Yeah. I started with five, so now three. Um, no, number <laughs> four. Um, Forrest Gump and Jenny. Now I love f off. But Jenny would just be like, I'm sorry, I'm so paid, you're just a turd. <laughs> You've missed out on the whole film. The most charming man in cinema history could marry anyone, and you'd be like, charming. Oh, this Jenny. Charming. She doesn't deserve Jenny it. Jenny has nothing. <laughs> She's a dick. I'm just the saying, only person who's been nice to Jenny is Forrest Gump. And she just throws it back in his face because he's slightly retarded. You're being because honestly, he may have gone the wrong, wrong way around, but he's kind of right. Okay, what? Are you but just the being... wrong classification. Because they're a ridiculous couple, but he, he deserves better than <laughs> no, that. Yeah, no, as well, because I hate about them being ridiculous couple. I are you just being horrible? She's yeah, a, a being, terrible person. Facetious. She doesn't tell him he's got a kid until the kid's like seven. <laughs> yeah. She's awful. I hate her. Yeah, no, I'm being facetious. I actually love that film. Forrest Gump's, I, I'd, go, I'd marry him. What, it's Tom but, Hanks? Uh, Hanks I, just, I, don't yeah, I just thought, you know, I need to get something for number four. Number three. Three, Queen Latifah and Eugene Levy are <laughs> bringing <laughs> down the house. <laughs> I'm on board. <laughs> that is loot. Have, have you? Oh. I haven't seen it, but so, you, you said Queen Latifah. You, you believe in that relationship? Right? The fact that Jim, you wish Jim, that Jim's dad and Queen Latifah. <sighs> the fact that Queen Latifah has a career annoys me more than anything. <laughs> that exists. Three, three. Yes. Eugene Levy. Well, move on, move right yeah, on now. Okay. <laughs> Before Harry Number two, um, Samwise Gamgee and Rosie from the pub because he's obviously in love with Frodo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah. No way that he'd actually go home. And, uh, about, why is Lord of the Rings in every week? Because it's, so it's the good. best film ever. No, How many Oscars have you won? Yeah. Lord of the Rings can go <laughs> You two need to and watch it properly. Yeah, oh, oh The Hobbit, the new one looks really good. It does look With really all those good. fake elves. I'm with you. Yeah, balloons, we great. We the best time. Uh, who are you guys? Family Guy made a good point. Why don't they just take the eagle the whole way through the journey? Yeah, I know, I, th I thought that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good point. That's there's probably a reason. They just didn't there's explain no, it. There's, there's, no, there's no, no reason. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, and then number one, um, just, just King Kong and, and the bird. Yes. And that's just so... Yes. <laughs> Biologically, logistically, impossible. It's pretty much suggested that they bang, right? Why is it so suggested? And I'm like, that's at least. Why does everyone love this huge gorilla, right? That just kills people. They don't care about the people. They just care about this damn huge gorilla. It's a wild animal. Don't be racist. They represent Africa. Wow. That's the whole idea. I, mean, I don't think we can leave that in. It's, yeah, what do you mean? Um, that's what it is. That's the whole story about it. That's the whole point of the story. It's a big gorilla. No, the whole point of the story is Taz Beauty that killed the no, beast. The that's whole one, that's my least favourite line in movie history ever. The yeah. original. <laughs> literally my least favourite line. The original story is completely Go about... Go back to the um, bunk, Jimmy. The American and white people <laughs> conquering Africa. It is, so but she is tiny. <laughs> He's a big gorilla. He holds her loads of times as well. He would have definitely crushed her. She'd be dead. Well, your backups. My backup's just like the fact, like Seth Rogen in any film, like he's banging. No, it. Yeah. he's That's banging. So it. wrong. Elizabeth Banks. <laughs> Don't say. It. Don't yeah. say. It. She said. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so bad in that movie. She's hot. For some Hermione gets with Ron Weasley. Yes. Hermione gets with Ron Weasley. Yeah. For some reason, no, in Knocked Up, he stays yeah, with her. I have not. Yeah, Seth Rogen is just like a uh, like nice, funny, friendly guy, like relaxed, he's normal. Yeah. And he, yeah, yeah. and he knocks up some average-looking. Dick, yeah, who's just a knob for the name one thing in that film that she has any redeeming quality. It's an, un it's an unlikely screen couple because he's because of Seth Rogen, a knob. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. She would never go for him because she's too up herself. 
Hermione and Ron Weasley definitely more. Uh, Catherine Heigl in any film with um, anyone who would just, Has anyone seen Entrapment? Yeah, I've seen that. Sean Connery oh, and Catherine Heigl. That would be like that. Nah, you'd get what? a Sean Connery. That's so like that. The reason that's good is because like, he could easily Sean be Connery. her granddad. He just talks around and goes, Sean I'm Sean Connery. Connery. He's he's he'd, he'd, yeah, you'd get him. It's, also, more, it's more ridiculous that she's actually married in real, actual life to Michael Actual Douglas. Um, that's true. Any film where the jock gets with the loser girl. Johnny. You're still afraid. Stop it now, I mean it. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Well, that's everything in tonight's show. So all that's left to say is please keep following us on Twitter at The Movie Men Show and retweeting the show and sharing it with your friends. Tony's been doing a great job of... Tony's been doing a great job of tweeting movies to look out for and news and other things like that. So it's worth keeping an eye out and keeping up to date with it. Apparently Mark has too. Tony's better at it. Okay. okay. If, there's, okay if there's anything you'd like to get in contact with us about, please email us. The address is themovieman at live.com. So don't be shy, give us a shout. So, my thanks to Tony Harrison. <laughs> that was his movie. His, uh, his it's on me, yeah, really different. To Ollie Britton. See you guys. And to Mark Stack. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> Good. All the best. My name's Callum O'Toole. I see dead people. <laughs>